And welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Hoot? I mean, we do. We definitely do. Number one hoot giver, Ryan Legrand, is joining me. I, I love that you keep trying to come up with new ways to say who gives a hoot and make it sound different, but it all kind of all starts sounding the same. It, it's I always thought, I thought number one number one hoot giver is pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. And then uh, also joined by the commandant of Buho Nation, uh, Mr. <laughs> Benjamin Turner. Uh, good morning, everybody. It's the evening, but thanks. Uh, well, I guess uh, I'm hoping maybe uh, our listeners it's the morning. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I, either way, I feel like you should say comrades, Mr. Commandant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, so, comrades. Uh, and then I'm the guy who's always just kind of mad about um, Luke. So let's uh, let's break into the news. Ryan, why don't you give it down to us? All right, let's jump in the news. Uh, first of all, we, we have another team of the week for Dami. He has not answered me on Twitter on how many this is now, though. Um, I think but... Riley had said nine. Nine, damn. How many weeks have we yeah. played? Uh, 24. Uh, oh, I did this, I, uh, but but it's not. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go look in data dump. I have this information. Because I it's not. Research. Because the, the team of the week includes like midweek and weekend games. So if a team plays two weeks in a game. There are two games, two games in, a week. in a week. Wow. Straight. Thank you. I haven't even been drinking tonight. Just been to church. That's all. Yeah. Um, so, so it's all uh, that blood. Yeah. 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 Um, some serious transubstantiation going on there. If you are not drinking. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I met a higher power. Um, anyway, <laughs> we have not had the number of team of the weeks that we've of games we've played is what I was trying to get at. So, well, and assume. they didn't do one for the first three weeks, uh, or like week three or four was the first. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So he's probably well, shooting like nobody like like higher than fifty percent. That's true. It would have been I like mean, all one Bill players. Yeah, it was, and I mean, we saw how that's ended. Yeah. Um, on top of that, Dami is also up for goal of the week. Uh, Voting likely going to be over by the time this drops, but I don't know. We can do the one thing we did that one time, Luke, where we were like, hey, good job, or oh, it sucks you lost. Well, <laughs> yeah, good job, Johnny. Um, if you hey, lost, it was all of the week. week in our hearts. Well, it was definitely somebody who was cheating. Russian bots. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a goal from Fort Lauderdale up, so I guess we can test this theory. Yeah, I mean, as we discussed, uh, Russians love South Florida. Um, it's like a number one vacation destination. That's because so, it's drastically different than the weather they're used to. While still maintaining uh, many of the same cultural similarities. <laughs> Very good. I like that. And we're, we're not going to break into the Crimea, so... Um, but uh, <laughs> let's uh let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, uh let's talk about uh, new leagues. How's that sound? Uh, I mean, new league same as the old league. 
but definitely not because it's the USL Super League. Okay, um, what, real real question before we talk about what this really is. What was your first thought when they said USL Super League? Oh, I would assume that uh, they're going to uh, like pick the top 10 teams and have them play off against each other in some sort of like weird mid-season tournament. Didn't, yes. didn't they discuss doing that in 2020 and then COVID ruined everything? Sounds about right. Yeah. Like a league yeah let's take the top five thing. independent teams in both leagues and, and pit them against each other in a, uh, you know, I would Battle say money Battle. grubbing, but yeah. Battle it, it would not oh, be. Yeah. Oh, or if there's a steel cage. Uh, I feel like we can make that happen. Pittsburgh's yeah. still there. They're on vacation to get back. <laughs> it was just I, my first in- impression was for, my first thought was didn't a lot of people that support USL really crap on the whole Super League idea in the first place? And then this is what they decided. It's like, I, are they trolling people by calling it this? And then no. my next thought was, are they just taking a whole bunch of like, is this going to be like their top tier now? And it's like, that's what you're going to achieve. It was just, I was random. And then I did not expect it to be a second tier professional women's league. I'm very so, happy it is. I'll give the disclaimer is it showed up for me first as Twitter notifications. And okay. it was, as I'm just looking at it was, Introducing a new women's league, the USL Super League. So okay, it was kind of spoiled for me. Um, and I didn't have the the crazy sort of um, conspiracy theory mindset that you did. I mean, I, I understand. I understand that seems reasonable that you did, but it's not reasonable at all. I, I, I'm excited for this. Uh, although I think it's funny that we we had a oh, conversation. How can you not be? Yeah, I'm still. What, made of, what is your heart made of stone? But I mean, isn't it funny? I, we we talked to CJ when the W League Chris, uh, who's on the board of Parliament, uh, and she's like, they either always call it a W League or have purple, or there's a crown in the logo. And what do they do with the USL Super League? They throw a crown that looks like a W in the logo. All three. All three. All th- well, it's, it's, how, it's orange. However, it's orange. Um, it, it is worth noting that the championship also has a non – it doesn't have a C. Like mm-hmm. USL 1 has the 1, USL 2 has the 2, USLW has the W – uh, and then championship has a star, yeah, and super league has a crown, yeah, which like, goes to the it's the same level as championship, yeah, which is important for what reason, Luke? Um, I mean, theoretically, promotion relegation. Well, there's that. I was also thinking about the whole equal pay thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I but, mean, uh, but but do you know what equal pay is when you're getting paid crap no, it, to begin it, with? Yeah, it, it's yeah, not equal. Yeah, pay. Ben, I work for a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, I did too. It, very, and a pro sports Very team. important. Very important to, to mention. It says compensation. Ooh, yeah. 
And as uh, <laughs> so, so they will get a paycheck, just like the players in USL League One receive paychecks, or in a championship receive paychecks. Uh, it is definitely worth noting that I'm sure the USLPA um, may have some things to say about that, and hopefully the USLPA gets their CBA finally, so that uh, the equal compensation is actually worth a damn. Right. And and it's talk, we're talking equal base salary, not just your compensation will be composed of salary, housing, and food. Mm-hmm. Did mm. you guys don't don't forget uh, the opportunity to coach like children's soccer? Did you guys yes. see the uh, exactly the 2019 NWSL Rookie of the Year? She tweeted out about the equal pay thing and said that her uh, compensation, her reward for winning Rookie of the Year, was a fifty dollar Chipotle gift card. Ooh, Oof. that, that at, was, at, least, was, at least the bonuses yeah. in our players' contracts are like one thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say like that. That sounds uh, almost as good as the what? What is it like million dollars that you get rookie of the year for MLS? Yeah, I mean, come on, yeah, rookie of the year of your top women's league in the country, and arguably, gets, the world. yeah, it, uh, yeah, arguably the world, and she gets fifty dollars to Chipotle of all places. I mean, come on, do Cadoba. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, That's damn. Funny. That's uh, so, funny. Be- before we get too heated on that, let's move on. Um, ben. Yeah. Because this is near and dear to your heart. Because not only can you take public transportation there, you could bicycle there. Very uh, easily, and, I've uh, I've ridden my bike to five games at uh, Morrison, or four or five. Well, I, like I imagine you could even take one of those e-scooters. You could <laughs> like, if you're looking for a serious injury. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, jokes aside, well, jokes uh, aside, get, give us the rundown. What? Uh, what, what there's a game Saturday we, at Morrison. Uh, I am. Uh, I, I one. I want to go ahead and shout out the ticketing team at Union Omaha for hooking me up. Uh, I'm bringing 11 folks to the game, and nice. I got some real class VIP treatment from the sales team as I was uh, getting those ticketing tickets together. Who'd you work with? Shout them out. Uh, Josh sent me over to Fletcher. Nice. Fletcher? I, I believe Fletcher. Fletcher Barry, not not a uh, very close friend of mine from business school, Fletcher Davis. Shout out to uh, Fletcher Wheaton Davis. I, I believe Fletcher, who works for Union Omaha, is a former Menace employee and Voyageurs employee. Yeah, I looked at his, uh, I checked out his LinkedIn page today because he checked out mine. And uh, I guess he, uh, he's done a lot in his short career. I'm impressed. Go Fletcher. Yeah. yeah. And he's uh, definitely seems like he's got his eye on the ball. And uh, we'll uh, we'll have a fantastic, fantastic turnout with him. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know I'll probably have paid him by the time uh, he hears this. Wait, wait, do you have to pay them? <laughs> I know they sent me a bill. They sent me a bill for the tickets. I was uh, I, I, the treatment. What? The treatment was good enough to get a pod shout out. All right, all right. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, come on, Fletcher. Like, don't you know that we run the podcast? And free tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that how that works? I mean, you haven't used your podcast perks? 
Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I will give you a, a serious heads up that they are non-existent and <laughs> very overrated. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Don't disagree with you on that. Well, um, let's... Uh, besides just everybody be at Morrison, it's going to be the best game of the year because it's That's in great. a stadium designed for a soccer game. Oh, it's going like, to be so great. They, they literally spent millions of dollars to build a stadium made for soccer. Guys, guys, I got it figured out. <laughs> the team of the week thing. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, let's hear it. Okay. Um, so the first, uh, the first week was week three. Okay. Um, we, this, this goes back to, uh, there've only been, uh, four weeks that we've played and not had a team of the week. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you exactly what week we're on right now. I knew I'd done this research, but I had forgotten it was for a podcast, not for a column. And while we're at it, you know what we didn't mention? We didn't mention the sheer robbery of Evan Conway. Agreed. Yes. I was going to bring it up uh, when we talked about the match, but yes, Evan. Evan, well, yes. uh, I feel like we can we can roll into the match since we're already in a I, way talking yeah, yeah, about I, it. Everybody, everybody, go to Morrison. I'm a I. You know, I'd suggest you do what I'm doing. If if you have friends that you feel embarrassed to invite because they would look at you strange for having to pay for parking or drive all the way out to Werner Park or they don't own a car or they have kids who can't stay up till ten mm-hmm. o'clock or you know whatever the reason is. You know, it, it doesn't have to, you don't have to have an agenda, but definitely invite your friends to this game and then, you know, call the ticket office. They'll help you get tickets for your friends and it'll be awesome. Um, yeah. I, I will say, if you do have an agenda, it might make it easier to plan. Uh, agenda books are a great way to plan for events such as this. <laughs> I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, and if, and this is uh, really kind of out there, but uh, if you're having a lot of meetings and struggling with planning them, recommend checking out the tool hugo uh hugo.team it's an incredible meeting agenda tool it's basically takes your calendar looks across other people's calendars and then creates common documents that you guys can all make notes in before your meetings so do you (laughs) think those sort of notes were necessary for dami to score an absolute banger in north texas (laughs) I think I think Dami takes no notes. I think he just operates uh, with what he feels in his heart. Dami just does what Dami does. Uh, thank God for football lines because I could actually track how many yards he ran this time. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <you> saw. <laughs> but it, if he would have gone all the way to goal, it would have been about a twenty-five yard run. But he, Oof. I mean, fifteen yards on his own before he unleashed that banger. I mean. Well, it's not like he was in the middle of the field either and, and the no. defense was set back, right? Like, this is critical yardage. Yeah. Um, These are the kind of yards the Huskers can't pick up. It was yak. <laughs> yak. Yards Speaking after which, catch. The Huskers are terrible, so go to the Union Omaha game instead of the Huskers. I endorse this. 
Uh, yes. Also, cost and accessibility and travel time and, you know, quality of team. Um, True. Currently, Omaha Public Transit is free until October 1st. Love it. It's true. So, so you can get, get down there. there and watch Dami score another banger. Or he three. Is, uh, that boy is in fuego. He doesn't like to. He doesn't like to score at home. So, do you think he'll score at Morrison then? Yeah, because he's not Ooh. at home. <laughs> Ooh. I thought I thought the setup for the goal was nice too. Like I, I told you guys, I was typing the notes and I was watching the game back at the same time while also listening. I was like triple tasking, so I was also listening to an online conference at the same time. But boys, work listens. Yeah, it's because no one from my work, everybody's like, soccer, what's that? Um, but Boyce's throw into Sosa, but Sosa getting the ball to Amir before he just just casually rolls it over to Dami. It was, I mean, it was just, a, it was a good team build up before Dami got the ball, and then Dami just did his solo thing. Um, just running past people. Yeah, he's, he's <sighs> feeling himself. Like, all game. He was feeling himself. You mean uh, like uh, trial one did have a great, great assist. Did uh, it count it as that? I believe he did get the assist on that. I'll, I'll look into it. You know, not long before that, too, Amir get like absolutely rocked and uh, on their on our uh, defensive side of the pitch too like a collision and he just got he was down for a minute. Wait, um, wait. You're go- I know, right? Shocking. Um, that doesn't seem doesn't seem like doesn't seem right. No, not a mirror. Never. Um but I mean yeah, I mean it's it's Dami. He's he's scoring bangers at at this point we're gonna be more shocked when he doesn't score a banger than when he does. Yeah, anytime anytime he's traveling, he's scoring. Alright, I, I need to do this because it, it's about time. JP, there were lines on the field. I could have told <laughs> if you made it and you did not. You did not make that 25-yard banger, JP. We're disappointed. If you're listening to this, come on. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's why Jay took him off. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I mean, he, he saw October 30th. Uh, might have been the fact that JP also did not get a yellow card this game, which was fantastic. Yeah, that was a good call. That was... uh, because JP has one more yellow card and he gets a game suspension. Yeah, oh, well, you know, that would make a lot of sense to be suspended against like a North Carolina FC, huh? Yeah, that would be that would be very good. Not against or maybe a, a Tormenta. Definitely not against a rising Tucson. No, no. Uh, Amir did get Amir did get credit for that assist. Interesting. Good, yeah. good spot, you guys. I didn't know hey. that. I mean, trialist number one has done very well for us. Yeah. Understatement. Yeah, yeah he has. It's uh, kind of yeah. kind of important. All right, Ben. I'm going to give you the. Uh, the downside. Talk to us uh, about North Texas's equalizer. Oh my gosh! Ugh. So uh, Perry had a little pass uh, to Khalil. We'll just say Khalil, um, 
And, uh, you know, he rips it in the back of the net. Uh, Shido was uh, angry and uh, seemed to give Dami a lecture. Uh, but, you know, the notes and uh, I think subsequent watchings, you know, it looked like Jake should be on that guy. But Shido really seemed to think Dami should be on the guy. Uh, yeah. What did you guys see? So initially, I and I messaged you guys and I was like, overstepped. He he was too aggressive there. And watching it back today, you know, both both him and Dami were on the same line. I, that ball just went over, and I think to me it was a miscommunication. Somebody didn't talk to somebody because. The guy came – he came from the outside, from Dami's side, but when that ball got to him, it went right between the two of them to him. So, either way, no one either closed down the ball and no one closed down the guy. All right. I, and, I'm going to say that. It, yeah, go ahead. And I feel like we probably will lose all chance of a follow-up Dami interview because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dami, while doing amazingly offensively this game – was not his tightest defensively, and I feel like both goals came from him playing too far up. Oh, I don't even remember the second goal. I'm going to have to watch these highlights again. <laughs> I mean, it's I a good game. I remember the second game. goal least guard. I, I mean, okay, since we're talking about it and it's the next bullet point, them taking the lead, right before that, it was a lot of fourth, so I can see why Dami was up because – North Texas did a very un-North Texas thing, and they went route one. Like, they were passing it all around, and on that second goal, it, that went from about midfield to the box in one pass. And that's not something they normally are known for. And I think you're, I think you're right, Luke. I think they, they saw him off, you know, off his line or yeah. off the ball and playing up, and, and they took advantage of it. And, and honestly, I, not very many of the goals that, that we've given up would I blame Shido on, but – Shido, I know he was trying to close it down and make himself big, but I mean the guy just—it didn't even phase him. He just went right around him. So I'm I, tell- I mean, I, yeah, I'm—I'm I'm telling him, I'm telling him you said that. That's you know, <laughs> you know, I, I was going to go ahead and go say <laughs> on the first one, I, and I mean, I you know, I, I think our team is uh, always willing to. Uh, you know, be willing to point the thumb if they need to. Um, yeah. it, you know, I, it, I felt, and again, I don't know why we're criticizing these guys so much, but uh, I Who felt else is like, doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they're hearing it from Jay Mims. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you they did. But, you know, I felt like uh, Shido was a little bit uh, maybe protesting too much, and I just watched the first goal again and I felt like he got caught wrong footed on it. Like, you know, he doesn't dive and I kind of wondered why I thought it, maybe he saw it late, but I think his feet are in the wrong place because of, you know, whatever reason. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a goalkeeper. Right. And like, again, it's the best defense, best goalkeeper in the league. What did the guy say? The last time they gave up two goals was, was the June 12th game. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. And I think it's, uh, of why these guys probably struggle to make team of the week when we have a clean sheet or we, they play a good defensive match is the same reason why we're so critical. When you're that good and you don't give up multiple goals for three months, 
it it's it's a yeah. it stands Only out. The you know what I mean? Season, yeah, yeah. I mean, it stands out to you, and we're like, whoa, holy crap! Why why are we, you know, why are we giving up two goals? And what's going? And so you overanalyze it because you are trying to figure out what went wrong, quote unquote, went wrong. No, so, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Like, I mean, we're we're not going to go through the season with a clean sheet, right? <laughs> right. And and I think I think the other thing is we're we're so like in tune with these guys that we don't necessarily um, like when stuff like this happens, we're like, oh, like you know, why is like you know why is Shido mad at uh, Dami, right? Or like you know, like what what else is going on? And so, right. you know, I, I think we also like, you know, we like the drama, right? So we're kind of uh, investigating the drama a little bit behind it. And I, I would say on the second goal, you know, it would be great to see like an offsides camera, but that's not, that's not the world we live in. Um, you know, Shido certainly thought it was offside and it, the guy, you know, has like um, five steps on our back line. Yeah. I, I was conversing with someone who was, at the game, uh, was not on the field, but in the stands at the game that may have come down for that game earlier today, who, when the question was asked, was that goal offside? The answer was given, sure as hell looks like it. Yeah, and I mean, I, I you know, I think at this level, you know, we, we had uh, the game against Orlando last year at home. Like, that goal was badly offside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so sure. I mean, it's so hard that, from that, that line seem to uh, as Dami. Uh, that linesman seemed to maybe have some vision problems. That if they uh, <laughs> do get, if they do get themselves different, a, a unit, different referees, but I like the I like the theory. Hey, uh, well. I think I think we should take. I think we should take Ira Jersey's advice and only frame our criticism of referees as very sarcastic, constructive criticism. <laughs> well, I, for I'm instance, just saying... if this referee, if this referee would like to be refereeing games in the championship, then maybe they should be paying more attention to the game when people are offsides. Mm. I like that. That's a helpful uh, tip, right? I, I would also like to say, if the referees are allowed to unionize, they'd be able to afford uh, vision insurance. Um, <laughs> it's just getting easier and easier for you to say the word union. It's amazing. Hey, it's all, all comes with Union Omaha. <laughs> uh, uh, that was all really right. funny. And, and let's, uh, let's talk about this fact. You know, she has only really given up goals to MLS players. Yeah, hashtag data don't. Uh, it's like he's really, really good, which is why yeah. we have to criticize him so his ego doesn't get too big. Has yeah, anybody yeah, seen? Exactly. I haven't seen the yeah, updated. Yeah, we're just uh... we're just gaslighting him so he stays here. Yeah, right. more or less. I, like yeah, I, mean, I don't think he could play at a higher level because he keeps giving up goals to MLS players. Yeah, I mean, he plays the MLS level. He's giving up all the goals. <laughs> he would definitely give up goals to MLS players if he played in MLS. Yeah. Did uh, just did, it, did they update the uh, did they update the gold the Golden Glove stats yet? 
Um, uh, I think they usually do that on Thursdays, and we're recording on Wednesday. So no, I didn't know how that affected his uh, average. I mean, I'm pull up AmericanSoccerAnalysis.com and see what's up. Who still has yet to give us their uh, endorsement? <laughs> yeah, again, not sure they know we exist, but I don't know how their Google alerts work. They probably have it blocked. Person from Omaha that keeps clicking our site. Why? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they really like us there. Man, I don't uh, even know how to use this. Uh, all right, so we, we broke down both of North Texas's goals. Ryan, let, let's talk about the the highlight here. Like this Which, abs- absolutely beautiful second goal by Evan Conway. Oh so my, my first qu- my so first much. question is, what is it with Evan scoring late against North Texas? It, it was almost the same minute of the game winner of our very first match at home. It's uh, when they let their guard down. Yeah, apparently. But you would think after all this time, you would shut down Evan Conway if you were North Texas, since he seems to have this way of scoring on you. I will say. You haven't needed to shut down Evan Conway in a while, though. Yeah. Well, fair. But. And maybe they just forgot. Maybe they forgot. Well, how many guys on North Texas against him? Uh, That's true. That research. At (laughs) this point. So the buildup was really nice. So Jake won the header. uh, Ball went forward. Jake won the header from defense. Fell right to Evan, who got it to Dami. And the two of them just ran side by side until Dami fed him. And then two weeks in a row, we have someone score by Megan a keeper. So it worked out. Although a little bit different than Jake. A little different, yes. It was a little brutal, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy was going for the save this time and it went under his leg, but it still went between his legs. I don't think uh, this goalkeeper needs to consider witness protection like the other goalkeeper does. (laughs) Yeah. He dishonored his family. Uh, <laughs> dishonored like I'm the surprised. nation of Canada. Like, that, that is no longer his home in sacred land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, uh, after that, God had to save the queen. Oh, Canada. Uh, works. <laughs> uh, Evan, Evan went 97 days without playing a game. And then in what was it? Three games he's playing full ninety. Yeah, and yeah. He went goal. six fifty-seven seventy-three. He got an assist in that one where he scored seventy-three, and then ninety and eighty-nine. And you know, I, I think I think he looked incredible. Like this was so. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I didn't get to include in data dump because it wasn't um, like the opportunity. The information wasn't there yet. Um, but he personally had about half of our expected goals in that game. And on the weekend, he was the fifth highest um, person in terms of expected goals because he had four shots on target. Like, I mean, it wasn't just that he got that game winner. He threatened, mm-hmm. he threatened to get a winner. He, and I mean, he really generated a lot of great chances on them, even though he only gets credit, got credit for one chance created. But, you know, I don't know how those things are done. Yeah, I mean, you can. There's a couple times I could still see the rust. There was a, there was one pass he gave. It was just a really lazy back pass that, 
it was easily intercepted. You know, there's just stuff like that where it's like you can tell, even though you can play full 90, it just still takes time with the flow of the game and stuff to get fully back back. But it's got to feel good to score that goal after not playing for three months and seven days, you know. Yeah, and and you know he didn't look great, right? For like for what it's worth, he 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 didn't look like the Evan Conway of old, but he looked mm-hmm. big, he he finally looked like that in this game. He definitely had an impact that I'd been looking for, or not necessarily looking for, but missing throughout the his entirety of being gone. Where you got Hurst up there. And it was the opposite of what I was expecting when Hurst came uh, came to Omaha because I wasn't expecting uh, Evan to be out for as long as he was. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Sure. But uh, essentially, Greg was drawing three defenders every time he went forward and opening up so much space for Conway. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, later in the game they still weren't quite sure whether to cover Ricky or, or Conway. And, well, and I think that's, just, that's a lot of credit to Ricky too, for coming in and being potent enough to, mm-hmm. to, you know, occupy defenders and, and to, you know, need to be dealt with. R- Ricky is such a great sub coming on. Yeah, he's so um, smart. He, he's so great on and off the ball. He's bringing in a maturity late in the game that was not necessarily lacking, but it just so needed when you're, you're trying to close down a 90 minute game, you throw, throw a guy like Ricky on who can score goals, but at the same time, he's making the moves off the ball that are drawing the defenders and opening up so much space for everyone else. I think the other thing that helped was, when when they met, I mean, this kind of goes to the next the next question about how much did the sub impact the match? I mean, Ricky impacted it up top, but the shift we made in the back to move Dami up to to playing uh, left mid, mm-hmm. uh, I I think that also impacted some of where Evan's spacing was because now not only did they have to worry about Ricky and Evan up top, but now you have Dami who's was already free flowing pretty much anyway, but now has even more license to do that because he's playing in offensive position. And oh. with Dom, with Dami and Evan pushing up that left wing at the same time, I think that drew guys that they didn't know what to do. And that left some space there for Evan to, to operate in too. Well, I, I think just let's start at a high level. I thought that was Jay's best game of the year. Mm-hmm. In terms 100%. of the way he managed it. And yes, I agree. You know, I, like I, I resisted the urge one minute after the game was done to text him and tell him that because I didn't know how he would feel about that overall. Maybe he doesn't think it's his best game. Uh, yeah. But you know, I think the like I, you got to do creative stuff sometimes, right? And like we were in a yep. tough situation, and we how many times have we been looking for a winner? or an equalizer and and we've just been flat right and you know i I think adding ricky getting Ilal back getting blake Mm -hmm. uh, you know at a level that he can play right like all of those things mean you can do wild and wacky weird stuff like 
you know, hey, let's let's bring on us, let's bring on our, you know the two best defensive players we have on the bench so we can go attack and win this game. Well, but here's the thing that I noticed with Evan, Elal and Toby, they both they're both good on the ball and they're they're not easily taken off the ball. And part of what helped with that goal was Elal's on the ball at the back. And, and the ball doesn't leave his foot until he wants it to. He gets it to Toby, who possesses the ball really well. And then all of a sudden, you know, that's – Toby passes, it gets stolen, that's when it goes flying forward. Jake wins that header, and it's to Evan. But it all starts with our guys that we get on the field. The reason – yeah, they're defenders, but well, the reason why they, they work is because they are good at holding the ball and they're good at distributing the ball. No doubt. I, and I think the thing to remember is, you know, they, those two guys came on to play five in the back in the last game, right? Yep. And so, in this game, they came on and made the difference offensively. They're great players. So, th- this is personally why I think bringing them on uh, in, for the last bit of the game was the best thing. Because Dami had been playing too far up, and it opened up the space for both those goals. And no, yeah, absolutely. Give, giving Dami the opportunity to get up there and just go full into it just made it so much easier for for us, especially with guys who were dedicated to defending. Putting Jake out there uh, and, and putting a wall center just shored everything up. I think there was one bad touch from a wall, which considering how long he's not been been on the ball training with the team is Mm -hmm. fantastic like that was the the end of the game was by far the most exciting bit of soccer i've seen (laughs) in league one this year no for sure yeah i I mean you know north texas was involved so there's gonna be chaos oh yeah so how uh we're at after Tucson after Saturday we're at Tormenta and then we have our little four game road stretch here which or I guess five game road stretch if you or home stretch stretch. include that home stretch home stretch sorry (laughs) getting tired home stretch here um we'll keep it we'll keep it to a tight 95 for everybody (laughs) um so my question is though we talked a little bit about ex- Jay experimenting as the season was winding down. Do you see, do we want to see a ch- time where instead of having Dami even start in defense, you just start him at uh, yes. left wing? Yeah. Yes. I, mean, well, I would say Especially, yes, but the last time we did that was literally the most boring game we've ever played. <sighs> Fair. Um, <laughs> I, I would, I would really like to see him do a reverse Alfonso Davies. Yeah. yeah there you go. Move forward instead of back. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like, I I feel like we ha- the defensive line we have, um, uh, with you no, know, Dalton Blake, Jake Sosa. Oh, how could the uh, Jake and Jaime? Back? <laughs> it, it's like that's his primary position. <laughs> I know, right? No, 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 no. Like, Jake, Jake like it's definitely natural to, him. to be a center back, guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, I I really would love to see Dami playing a or get at least one game or two games up uh, playing 
a midfield role, attacking midfield role. I, I think that you, would oh, go ahead. Uh, give give me no no give give me a lineup uh, with with that. Like, I guess just in the midfield, right? Because you assume a lol. It's a lol. Blake at this point. Uh, I and Jake. I honestly think uh, Elal and Dalton as a starting center back work better together. And that was just from early this season where uh, yeah. I felt like yeah, Elal yeah. and Dalton just had such a good connection, uh, had really synced up. Uh, so you've got Jake, Sosa, um, it, Elal, Dalton for back. Yep. I, Evan, Evan and Greg up top. Mm-hmm. Evan Greg up Dami top. At left, Dami at left mid. Dami left. Emir, Emir JP, and Toby. Like okay. that, that, that's the lineup I would love to see that this weekend uh, at Tucson because I feel that lineup could easily shut them down. Might, I, I might sub Conway for Ricky going into this just to give Conway a break, especially going into October where we're playing yeah. so many games so quickly. So, um, so you, you think we start rotation on, or you're suggesting we start rotation on that now? Yes. Um, especially yeah. before going on the road. Huge objections to that. Yeah. So um, let's, well, especially let's what, what you want to do this weekend. Well, well, you're, you're, I, I hate it when we compare to European teams. Um, but, no, but no, I do. I really do. But I'm going to do it anyway. Um, it, that that kind of lineup gives me a, some real Chelsea vibes, where like you have like six to eight defenders on the field and like a couple of attackers. Um, but I, I think that would work with Jay Style. I mean, Jay Style is very much not possession based, and if you throw that many defenders on you're not necessarily looking at the defense. And when we have very offensively minded defenders like Toby and Dami uh, and Sosa, like I I think you're, you're opening up a lot of possibilities. And with as much as Sosa likes to get forward, um, having three people who are capable center backs there to, you know, to cover that space, I, I think just opens up, a lot of opportunities moving the ball up the field. Uh, so I, this is not to be critical of what you just said, but more to illustrate a point that I want to make after this. Your Do proposed it. lineup leaves out uh, Connor Doyle, our leading assist person, and yes. Devin Boyce. Yes. And that's not so problematic so much as it's indicative of the fact that I think for the first time in club history, we have enough quality players to be the best team in the league. I think yeah. Jay relies on Connor too much. Oh wow! Really? I, they're, they're, <laughs> now I I think oh, he I'm had a better. So dramatic about that. <laughs> I I think I, he had a better match against Texas than he did the week prior, but I I think there's there's times where it's you know. I mean Amir, Amir and Connor both kind of are filling that same role of let me put you on the field somewhere and it, it becomes a crutch almost in a bad way. It, I, I would say Emir can last longer on the field at the same level of energy 
than Connor can. Like yeah, Connor has more high level experience. Well, I mean, thirty one years old. Those two years, jeez. I mean, it's you. You just but, fall off a cliff. But it's <laughs> definitely it, it's definitely something that more and more of it. Connor falling if he's on longer than six. It gets a little sloppy, and it seems like things are having to. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like it's all there. Um, like he's a very solid force in the midfield. He's creating a lot of chances. He's great on and off the ball. He's a good, solid piece of veteran leadership there that a lot of our younger guys need. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing a full ninety, having somebody who can be on for longer, especially as late as Jay Subs, <laughs> may be a better option. Hey, legit, legit question. I know he's our top assist leader, but when was his last assist? I'm on it. Because it's not, I mean, it's not on the top of my head, which makes me think it's been a while. Well, I, I, he, everything, he's very, I would say he's been very subtle. North Carolina? In his, his assist making. Yeah, I, I think he had one there. Yeah. Um, but I'll give you guys an exact, uh, exact answer. Uh, crazy fact, just a little crazy thing I noticed. So he's been involved in 19% of our goals this season, playing 90% of our minutes. Um, Evan has great. played Evan has played 33% of our minutes and has been involved in 14% of our goals. There you go. All right, hold on. Uh, last assist was home to North Texas, 8-1. Okay, so no, I, I thought you had one since then. Well, I mean, that's still that's almost six two weeks. months now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's, I guess that's, that. It, that's where I lean. That's a long season. Luke, well, it is, but that's also where I, I lean towards what you were saying, Luke. And I agree with you of, yeah, he's our top assist getter so far. Um, but if he hasn't had one in almost two months, then why are we continuing to rely on him if he's becoming, you know, or, or why are we not it, stopping sooner? It, it's not that he shouldn't be out there because he is, he's great on and off the ball. Uh, and really that veteran leadership is something we need, but sub him at the 50th minute, make that early sub and then, you know, bring on Ricky, bring on Toby, you know, bring on somebody who's bringing youthful energy and the same, mm-hmm same level of ball skill onto the field. Especially especially in a season where you're able to use five subs. Oh yeah. I mean I mean there's no we there's no reason five not subs to make once. One. Twice? No, 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 no. Three times. <laughs> no, it's way more than that. <laughs> oh that, that's right. Jay's been making those nice time wasting subs. No, yeah, no, but I'll even then you. it was only the fourth. Guys, guys, no, I mean, Jay's never had a game where he's made just one sub, okay? Well, that's, that's a fair, but... It, <laughs> and he's, had, he also he's s- had six. He's had six with five. Okay, six matches, though. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had six matches with yeah. five. He's had... Hold on, I gotta switch to count here. Six matches with um, four. When, when was his earliest sub? 
And was oh, it, gosh, that's... was it Ethan Vanacore Decker in Tucson? <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, okay. <laughs> what was his earliest one. non-injury? Uh, and he's well. Okay, so so he's gone. He's gone seven games of three, six games of four, and six games of five. And his second earliest sub of the season, since I feel like you already have this all pulled up. I, oh, I don't have that. In, I don't have that. I don't. I, oh, come uh, on. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm just using my own tracking information. Like, oh, okay, I, I just okay. write down in a spreadsheet I, I every just, game how many subs he used. <laughs> I, I would I'm venture to guess. <laughs> I would venture to guess his earliest sub was still like after the 61st minute. He's, he's made a few halftime subs because uh, he one has of the made goals, a, Yeah. One of the, because you can make the, the two subs. Season. No, you can. It doesn't count against your sub windows. So if you want to ah, make four ah. four substitution times, then you can um, yeah, yeah like you can you can sub at halftime and you still can sub three individual times. In okay. Fair. Fair. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's just get to the important question: predictions. So we've we've never lost to Tucson. Oh, don't say that. Hey, Tucson um rising. Uh just one last thing on uh Connor. Not anymore. Is our... Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I got it now. I got that joke. I got that joke. I'm sorry to right. step on it. Connor is our third Appreciate leading minutes person, just ahead of Rashid. And then behind Dami and Faraday. Somewhat mm-hmm. obvious. Uh, I, I said uh, what I, I mean, said. I uh, said what I said. Outside back <laughs> predicated system. Uh, I, I uh, said what I said. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what's Tucson's form? They're in, third, in fourth place in the table right now. They, they've last seven, or do they? I know they lose one. Uh, they're they have they're eight something and eight eight four and eight something like that. I and, I remember because I saw it on the. Uh, uh, they're eight eight and six, and their last five they've won one drawn one and drawn, and that was against Greenville. They won New England Revolution, North Texas draw, win against Fort Lauderdale, and uh, draw against Greenville. Th- those are not bad results at all. No, no like, those are some, it's they, a decent run. They they've been doing very well um, since getting a new coach. Um, made some great they changes. Had, they had they they had a little dip there, but then they got back on track. Well, it's like that little dip was when they played Union Omaha. Um, <laughs> uh, their away form is three, four, and four. I, I'm gonna give us a three-one win. So, um, yeah, that would be so. Our our four matches against them so far have been two-one, one-nil, two-one, one-nil. So if I keep that pattern going, I'm gonna say <laughs> two-to-one, two-to-one Omaha. I I, I kind of like that as well. It it's hard to say how our team will react to Morrison. We, 
the like the one thing that was tossed out is like, oh, well, we don't normally play on turf, but the guys pretty much exclusively practice on turf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, we played on turf last weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we, like we're we're more used to playing on turf than we are playing on our own grass. Uh, the training, both training indoor and outdoor training facilities they use are turf, uh, similar turf to what's at Creighton. They like it. I, I think the home field advantage is going to be big. Uh, should have a decent sized crowd. Um, so speaking of the crowd, what what do we think? Do we think the environment, not just the fact that it's a soccer stadium, but just you know, even even if we get the thirty five hundred we normally get, thirty four hundred we normally get, do you think the environment's going to impact the match? You know, they talk about how they can hear us out at Warner Park, and that's a lot more spacious. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and and I, I mean, the, the crowd be buzzing. There, there's a pregame taco bar at the session room. So, Woo! yes. Yes, they will be buzzing. Hey, I'm hosting, uh, uh, I'm hosting three or four families for a tailgate. What should I make, guys? Uh, you should just come to the session room and get some delicious <laughs> tacos. And then Look, join I'm, in I'm from the with a bunch of, uh I'm handing out with a bunch of anti-vaxxers. I mean, kids. So... <laughs> I don't think the indoor bar works. Uh, they've got I mean, a patio, <laughs> but also that's uh, there will be a nice, uh, nice march from the session room up to the stadium. So that sounds definitely really exciting. Worth... Could we? Could uh, do you guys have a route plan? Uh, I'll follow up with you offline about a route. So I think yeah, I'd like to join uh, in on that. Yeah, because that that's going to be a fantastic, fantastic time. Get some drums going three three blocks up from game location to the to the uh, supporter section it's going to be an actual supporter section uh it'll be real yes, nice i'm not i'm not gonna lie i i thought this week would drag because i've been so excited for us to play at morrison but tomorrow's already thursday and i feel like it's gone pretty fast this week so it's been nice i, but, I feel like it's gone yeah. pretty fast this week too yeah i just i i'm excited to hear what it sounds like in that stadium with all the drums going with the fans get excited. I, I think the guys are going to be juiced for this. It's going to be crazy. Um, to to use uh, use something from Instagram fame, the boys are buzzing. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm going to leave it on that note. Um, one last it. question. One last question for y'all. Who gives a hoot? We do. We We do. do. We do.